When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do, but if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Gastology. Good morning, afternoon or evening, listeners. <laughs> this is Castology, the podcast review podcast where we review podcasts. My name is Patrick Shearer and with me, as always, is... Elizabeth Best. And... Zancy Weber. And may I say, it's always a pleasure watching you jump in the deep end without knowing exactly what you're going to say <laughs> and then the panic striking as the words are coming out of your mouth and you're just hoping that they're correct. Do you know what you're going to say when you... Always. Always? <laughs> yeah, I find it's best to not know. Just shoot from the hip. I think that's the difference between us. See, I, I lie awake at night rehearsing every word that I'm ever going to say ever. Right. Yeah. So I do enough rehearsing of words. I would l- rather just do this off the cuff entirely. Well, yeah. uh, that's why we've got you on. Yes. See, I know that sometimes it's funnier to be off the cuff, so sometimes I just let whatever the fuck I want come out of my mouth, but I also rehearse a couple of zingers in case I fail <laughs> badly. Oh, yeah, you got any zingers for us tonight, no. Liz? It's your episode, so I've got no zingers. Oh, I, I mean, need them. Not even, when you're, not even when you're doing the review part. Oh, maybe. Who Which knows? we will do in the second half of this episode because in the first half of this episode, we like to recommend podcasts for each other. So it matches the title of the episode. So you yeah. don't sit there going, what is happening? Why is this not about insert podcast Why name is here? no one talking about their friends that are Why? dragons? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So. All right, great. Well, why don't I begin things by telling Liz uh, what she is? What's your recommendation? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to tell me what my recommendation is? Um, no, I want you to so, tell us. Okay, so I decided I'd be a little bit same same, but a little bit different in the fact that I am going to be doing a crime based podcast, but it is not true. <gasps> It, it is, is a false, false crime. crime. False crime podcast. <laughs> no, it's a little, it's a radio play podcast about Ooh. murder called Ooh. Deadly Manners. Now, I listened to this a really long time ago, but I was quite tickled with it um, because it tickled reminded me of when I was, this is how cool I was when I was a kid, you guys. I used to have my little portable radio mm. and um, ABC really late at night used to play Radio plays, usually like the Hercule Poirot, you know, murder mysteries Mm. done, you know, where they'd like hear the door creaking and people walk like it was a full on radio play. And I used to put it under my pillow so that I could listen to it until like 10.30 at night Um, because I was a rebel. It was great. It was like bedtime stories. Um, And this is that but have the camp factor like ramped up to 11. And uh, you're an adult so you can stay up until 10.30 anytime you want. And have Mm. it outside of my pillow. (laughs) Sometimes I used to hold a book open but be playing Game Boy on the other side of the book. You rebel. See, I was the torch (laughs) under the bed with the actual book. Can I... uh, can I uh, can I out nerd all of you? Go ahead, please. I would read my actual book while listening to talkback radio, uh, and talkback radio are any. You would know Stan Zamanik, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stan Zamanik. <laughs> Stan Zamanik. 
uh, because he was the one that would come on at 10 p.m. At so yeah. how long have you been an 80-year-old? Uh, ever <laughs> since I was born. What was the TV show where it was just him Beauty and like four Beauty other women? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That uh, was some quality daytime yep. TV. <laughs> no. Oh. Anyway, Deadly Manners is a radio play podcast where it's 1954, it's the middle of winter and there's a fancy family annual gathering and all of a sudden the guests start being knocked off <gasps> one by one. Dun, Not dun, one by dun, one. One by one. Um, because then, you know, you get to have your personal whodunit plans thwarted every time someone you thought mm. done it dies. Um, now, this has some pretty big names as the cast list. You've got Chris, me. Kristen Bell, Michelle her. Visage, Matthew Ooh. Ross, RuPaul. No. You don't know who RuPaul is? No, I'm saying no, as in I know who RuPaul is. Oh. I'm going don't know, don't know, no. Oh, no, don't oh know. I thought you were going no, 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 I don't oh, know. That's the problem with monophones <laughs> on, <an audio, laughs> on an audio medium. Um, Anna... I can't remember. How do you say her last name again? Klumsky? Klumsky. Anna Klumsky. No, it looks like know. it should be Chalumsky. Anna Klumsky, LeVar Burton, Dennis O'Hare, um, Alicia Bow. Lots of people being, you know, really, yeah, RuPaul plays a super camp fortune teller. What? It's a fortune teller at the party, of course. Of course. You need to you need have someone to tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um, so if I remember correctly, each episode is around about half an hour long um, and there are, I think, about ten episodes. Uh, let me just confirm that. But I just really liked it because it kind of had a bit of um, nostalgia kick for me as the type of murder mystery radio plays of yore that I used to listen to under my pillow. Awesome. So and now that our murder mystery theatrical yes. experience is wrapped up. Yes, because we we're all in a production of uh, Cluedo, which is, you know, someone died and who done it. Um, so now that that's wrapped up, yeah, there are definitely 10 episodes. And so far it says season one. I don't know if they're going to bring a season two, but who knows? We'll see. They might. Awesome. So that's my recommendation for this week. Thanks, Liz. You're welcome. We'll get into that. We'll get stuck into that. Um, get uh, it into you. Uh, quickly, promptly, won't we? Yes. Yes. Yes, we will. What, yes. have, what have you and got for us? I have a podcast for you. It's also a false crime podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Now, I have warned you before about my predilection for Dungeons and Dragons. You haven't warned me. Yeah, I definitely have when I On when air, I when before. I brought the film re-roll. Yep. Oh, right. He said, yeah. now I've got a few D&D podcasts that oh, are like, yes, this yes, is yes. one. It's now, okay because I share the same. Yes, absolutely. Because you're both nerds both and nerds. I'm not a nerd. Giant nerd. Well, I am a nerd. I'm, I'm just not nerd. that type of nerd. Yet. So, They're trying to get me into play D&D. Guess what listeners. I'm going to do They're when I get home. They're trying to force me. Design a new character or three. I, I don't, don't know. even. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're going to have to one day show me how this all works so that I can sit there and go either yes, I'm in or <clears throat> I'm going to make fun of you now because I'm undecided at the moment. Mm, I, th- I think I think you, if you play, you will the same will happen for about six months and then you'll be so far in that you have to keep coming because of the time invested. That's how Dungeons & Dragons gets you. Right. But back to my podcast, mm-hmm. it is called Dragon Friends. Well, that sounds happy and smiley. Ha- it, well, it is happy and smiley. Hey, it, friends. It is, it is Dungeons & Dragons, Dragons today? in the loosest possible terms. Uh, they kind of take the tropes of Dungeons and & Dragons and some of the mechanics sometimes and tell a fun story with comedians on stage. So it's a live, it's a live show of Dungeons & Dragons on a stage in a theatre in Melbourne. 
and then they record this, they break it up and they release it as a podcast. So they have uh, three comedians who are playing Dungeons and Dragons for the first time or the first time they played was here, the dungeon master who knows what's going on and has prepared everything. And then they have usually some guest comedians come in to do the voices of the characters that they meet. Brilliant. Yeah, right. so it's, it's very fun and entertaining. It's an incredible premise. How do people get big enough to have a live event that people will come to to listen to them record this Well, thing? it was a very – they started out in a very small space. Right. So I'm not sure what the space they perform in now. But, yeah, they started off small. But they've been going, doing this for a number of years now. So they've just kind of got people coming back. Can we steal their idea and do our own? Okay. I feel like – You've just said that you're about to infringe their copyright on our podcast and maybe <laughs> you should that. not have said Didn't that. Didn't say that at all, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, it is uh, like I said, it's not Dungeons and Dragons in its pure form. This is really kind of Dungeons and Dragons is the framing device for improv comedy. Right. Uh, sketch improv. Yeah, so you have these ongoing characters and they're all ridiculous, of course, because that's a trope of D&D. And every now and then when they need to do something, they roll some dice to see if their attack hits or or they stealth or if they vomit or something. <laughs> it's Yeah, it, it, it does it does tend to get a little bit sophomoric, but they're, they're all charming people. So uh, they I think they're in their fourth season now. So you can go right back to the start. It is an ongoing story, so they do they do get a bit in-jokey. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can start at a season and they do have a fair amount of recapping that happens at the beginning of every episode. Well, speaking as a fan of sophomoric humour, I am <laughs> cautiously optimistic. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I think you'll get into it. I think it's probably a good way for you to learn how to play then. Well, maybe. I mean, if you start with episode one and, and these, you've got these yeah. comedians who have never played before and then they have to learn how to play. Have they well, never played before? At, at the very start, yes. Mm. So the, the players, this is their first time playing D&D. Ah. And I will say... What they do and what they say is fairly representative of what happens in a Dungeons & Dragons game, except in a Dungeons & Dragons game, you usually have a little bit more of the mechanics and rules right. present. I feel Whereas like the Dungeon Master would have to do a lot of work and yes, that just makes usually me go, a lot of work. why does anyone want to be the Dungeon Master? I don't know. It's for weird people like Dan and voices. Zane. Right, but can everyone everyone else can do voices, can they not? They only get to do their one voice. Yeah, You get to do everyone else's voices. Right. Yeah, and every now and then you can just put a dragon in the but room and see what people do. that's a lot of work to yeah. just do voices. You also get to tell stories. To have like fun. That's the idea. It's right. a lot of work for so a lot of fun. So it's basically putting your friends in shit and watching them deal with it. Yeah, or giving them a chance to be the hero and, and, then and, do, and have a fun I'd story. I'd be a terrible dungeon master because I'd just want to put them in shitty situations and watch them deal with it. Yeah. I would never want to make anyone the hero. Every, every dungeon master goes through that phase. I'd be sadistic phase. as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then you kind of like, okay, I've tortured them enough now. There's let's never enough. Let's save Zane. the princess. <laughs> Great. Well, cool. I look forward to that, Zane. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And what I'd like to offer you guys uh, in the coming weeks is something that's quite different to what I've offered you in the past. It's the third NPR podcast I think I'm recommending, but it's not like the other two. No, no. No, no, this no, no. Is, no, no. Uh, 
the Tiny Desk concerts, which some of you may or may not be familiar with. I'm not. I'm not familiar with? You are familiar with? I am familiar yeah. with it. Jane's familiar with everything. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> basically, they just bring in a band or an artist, um, well-known, sometimes up and coming, um, and they basically perform a concert on this tiny little desk in front of these people. And it's... Yeah, essentially just Come music. A concert on a desk. Yeah, in an office. It's an madness. Office. How do you, how do you fit the? Inst- how do drums. they? Well, there's actually a YouTube. Drums. There's actually a YouTube channel that covers all this as oh, well. So okay. you could so watch you these performances rather than just listen to them, well, I which I, I would actually encourage you yeah. guys to do because, at least for me, my favorite performances. Uh, I prefer to watch them because one in particular is like. You, you hear this guy's voice and then you see him and it's like, you know, when when someone's voice doesn't at all... Like the guy who plays like. Elmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice doesn't look anything yeah, or like, like when what I he first heard like. Tracy Chapman, I was picturing like a small, like, black man, like Bugsy Bogues. Yeah, no. No, that's what I got. <laughs> um, but yeah, this it's basically they'll just perform some of their hit songs and... You know, in a tiny desk concert. In a tiny little desk concert. And it's some of the best music I've ever heard. And I've found some of my new favorite artists by um, perusing some of these tiny desks. So I'll give you guys a couple of ones that I recommend, um, you, um, like net, like must listen to. And then you'll probably recognize some of the names on there. They get plenty of famous people involved. So just listen to as many as you want. This is very left field from It is you. very left There's field. There's no knowledge to be crammed in. This is just a pleasure in to fact, listen. In fact, now that I think about it, this this podcast, the last week's podcast and the week before, they're all less than half an hour long usually, roughly. It's exciting. Yeah, what's it's happening? I'm going to have to phase. go back and no. find a new five-hour no. podcast for you to <laughs> Nope, you to. are not. I will say the five-hour podcasts are few and far between for a reason. They mm-hmm. take so much work to produce a five-hour mm-hmm. yes. podcast. But, yeah, that's uh, that's all our recommendations for to this it. week. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested. It's different. If you guys have been pleasantly refreshed by the lack of length in my Recent I, recommendations. I've been pleasantly refreshed by the relatable content. Yes. See, I don't mind length. Like Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, I loved. Mm. And that was four hours long, which I nearly wanted to kill you for when I saw the length. And I was 100% in. Whereas I warned you. Hearing your weird ass cult leader people drone on about shit for two hours is not what I want. See, I was talking about the acid church. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's weird ass cult leader people. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, fair it is about called the shit. church of what's happening now. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Well, shall we get on to. Um, the reviews of last week's. So you're, you're in charge, Pat. Talk All right, Liz, what did you have for us last week? Give us a little refresher. What did I have for the us last week? The Lady Vanishes. That's lady right, vanishes. The Lady Vanishes, my seven news podcast about uh, the woman whose name I've forgotten in between episodes, who's disappeared. Miriam? No, it's Moira. an M name. It's Mariam. Marion? Mar... Mar- Marion, uh, Marion, yes, it's Marion. She's had three different names because she's surnames because she's been married. Or Florabella, as her new passport name was. I prefer Florabella. So she just disappeared, and it's been twenty-two years ago, and weird shit happened, and it's still baffling people. And I just said start from the start because I figured you'd only probably get one episode in because yeah. I've only gotten in two or three. But I got two in. Zane, I, l- I listened to two as well. Yeah, and I preferred the first to the second episode because the first was just weird, but. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, the first was a little bit more enticing for me. I don't know if I'm going to continue listening to this and instead going to uh, ask that you 
give me the information, Cliff Notes version now. Because like the last recommendation, um, who the hell is Hamish, I found the content very good but the presentation even more newsy than the last one. Like it's very like today, tonight. And even the guy reporter that does the – he sounds like he's talking on the news. And I just have like an inherent – like I feel repulsed by the news – yeah, and ads as well. When I see them, like when I see free-to-air television stuff, it makes me go. Bleh. But in terms of the fact that this is journalism finding a new outlet and investing oh, yeah, in journalism good on finding a new good outlet, I I do stay relevant. Channel Seven, I do like it. I don't. I don't like. I don't like these media conglomerates edging into the podcast space. But that's just my personal thing. They have every right to do it. Everyone so should be in podcasts. This is where I like it. It's because the media conglomerates are hemorrhaging money, like TV yes. and newspapers. And all of the, mm. all of my friends are losing their jobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, all your friends should become podcasters and make millions. Well, they, they are, like this one by Seven News. They're trying to figure out how to diversify their, their um, advertising revenue uh, revenue uh, good. from different people and I think that it's good that they're finding a way that they can actually let reporters – because I, when I joined journalism I could spend a couple of weeks putting a story together. Mm. That came to them making me do a story an hour and you yeah. can't do any kind of in-depth – like it, it, when you when you demonetize that you lose the ability for the media to be able to do any kind of investigations that could keep any different corporations – yeah, held accountable. I, I, I totally agree. Um, that being said, I think they need to diversify the, their presentation as yes. well. Like people listen to podcasts mm. for different a reason. Different mediums, yeah. different – yeah, because I've got to say, and this is I think what I said to you guys last week, it is very newsy and that initially turned me off. I felt like I was listening to, you know, Tracy Grimshaw. No, that's Channel 9. Sorry, Channel 7. <laughs> I felt like I was that's listening to <laughs> – <laughs> I felt like I was listening to the type of show that I used to flick off um, yeah. because of the way that they speak and I think yeah. that they need to find a better way to deliver the information but it was the information itself that sucked me in because it's just yeah, the information weird. is very now, compelling. It's very interesting. Interesting, what they're saying, and like like Patrick said last week, is they're kind of on a par with me. Like I can, this one sounds more newsy. The reason I didn't connect with this one as much is because it's mostly speculation. Yeah, uh, they they're giving you the facts of what's happened, but then they're like, why? I wonder what could have mm. happened. Let's ask people what they think. Yeah. Whereas the other one is more about facts of what he did and when he did it and See, how he got away with it. I think this is for the types of people who like unsolved mysteries yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. This like could those kind definitely of, like more murder squatty. Because normally yeah. cold cases shit me, to be honest, because mm. I'm just like, okay, so you're telling me no one's ever solved it. I'm not going to get it, you know. But the fact that they're kind of appealing for assistance is what I... Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I can definitely see that that will appeal to a certain sector of the true crime audience as well. Yeah. 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 So, Murderinos, you'll love it. Get on it. You will. I, don't know, I, I think I'll probably keep listening to it. Yeah. Um, and me too. Unless I get very frustrated with it. I, I can definitely Episode two see me frustrated reaching me. a point where I'm like, 
no, I just can't, I can't do it anymore. But I'm going to try. Ep two goes into her background and what she was like growing up, and I'm like, oh, really? I just want to hear about the disappearing stuff. Oh, so I thought we'll that was see. pretty interesting, though. That stuff about her son, um, the relationship that they had towards the end. Yeah, I was like, oh, this throws a spanner in the works. It's all just a bit. It's it's just bizarre. Tell us what you think, guys. Yes, do. And uh, shall we move on to the next one then? Sure. And we'll tell you what Ten. we thought. My, uh, the one that I recommended uh, was the history of Aotearoa, New Zealand. This was super cute. Right? It's super cute. I, I, this is, this is one of the podcasts where I just kind of latched on and there's no specific reason why I'm so invested in it, but I just love it. He just seems like that really friendly guy at a barbecue that mm. just knows stuff and wants to tell you all about it. And I really like the idea of... The chronological history, mm. like way back to prehistory times yeah. forward. And um, I listened to episode zero, which was him yeah. going, here's who I am and here's why I'm doing <laughs> it. And he's like, just bear with me. I've never really done a podcast. I don't know how regular it's going to be. And I was like, you can do it, buddy. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe I got from it too. Um, I was think, saying to Zane earlier that this, for me, feels a similar sort of niche as the NRI woman and the challenging behaviours ones. Glad that Where it it's just like, glad that it's existing and keep plugging away and doing your thing. And I, I, I am rooting for this guy. Yeah. I think he's going to get really good at podcasting and really good at, um, well, particularly history podcasting, and which want, appear yeah. to be very difficult to put together that require months and months and months of research. So. And like yeah. once need he's to know finished stuff all of this. Yeah. People are going to listen and they're going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and once he's finished all of this, I, I want to hear what he thinks about other things. I just think yeah, he I seems think this like is a, really a really good friendly dude for him to like expand his skill set. I think yeah. this is going to be really good. I liked Absolutely. it. And do you know what? I'm going to be honest and, and say that just by the title of it, I did put off it was the last one that I listened to. Because yeah. I was like, oh, God, history of a country. But it's really, um, yeah. I Casual wouldn't, is I what I wouldn't say is. I mm. binged it. Um, I listened to probably two episodes. Um, but I just kind of went, oh, well, this is, oh, this is really, I like it. How interesting. Yeah. I think I heard recently that there's new speculation as to when Indigenous Australians came here and I wonder if they're, re- they're rethinking how early the Maoris settled New Zealand as well. I'm just wondering. Are they related? Um, no. No, 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 but Sorry. it's just about um, ancient, ancient like cultures potentially crossing um, oceans well before that we even knew that and whether or not you know they perhaps came from the same place. or Boats and ice oh. bridges and mm. things like that. Yeah. You know, you know, speculation the stuff. Shit that I'm fascinated. By. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is fascinating. Um, excellent. Well, that's. I think that's. That's a thumbs up. We should go to Patrick's. Okay. Well, I brought you possibly the shortest podcast I've ever brought you last <laughs> week, which was the Alan Watts podcast, which we mentioned last week. There's a number of ways that you can kind of get his stuff. Like this particular one, they bring up their episodes then they take them down there's other ones that have archived episodes but they have ads in the middle of them so it's kind of this is all yeah alan watts is philosopher from the 20th century is now dead but he's got a wealth of um lectures and talks um usually about eastern philosophy zen buddhism um and he has a beautiful mellifluous british accent and he popular popularized a lot of these ideas and translated a lot of these things for people in the west to consume Mm. Tell me what you thought. You can definitely hear the charisma behind this man and his presentation. And I think that 
more so than any of the other lecture series that you've recommended, kind of recommends Alan Watts to me specifically. Um, also the fact that he's more scientific in the approach to uh, Eastern spiritual tradition. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed this and I, that's what made me seek out more Alan Watts. Uh, <clears throat> I do find the Alan Watts podcast approach incredibly frustrating mm. um, and reading through their reviews like they they are for what would be for me a five-star podcast their reviews average around three and a half stars and you read through and it's because they kind of put one up and then there's nothing more for people to, to listen yeah, to. Yeah, I did notice that when I was looking through the reviews. They're like, I wanted to go back and listen to the episode before and then it wasn't there anymore. So thanks, jerks. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you are patient and maybe that is part of the whole thing, <laughs> encouraging you to just be patient and take this philosophy as it comes. Or use their app. Or buy their app. Yeah. yeah. And they, like they do have three apps. They have the seminars, the lectures and uh, something else. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it. I get a bit blah with wishy-washy mm-hmm. philosophical stuff, but it was a nice <laughs> snack-sized format and mm. you are correct, he's got a very mellifluous voice. Um, I just, yeah, like usually with those lecture series, I kind of, I f- it was over before I could listen to it properly. <laughs> yeah, I guess for me I didn't really yeah. think about that much because... I've listened to so much of his yeah, stuff. I would and have so liked for me it's just like oh, a little snack here and there. But yeah, I, I would have liked probably a, a three or four episode run up so I could really kind of get mm. into it. But it was really 15 minutes and then it was done. And I was like, oh, mm. okay, well, I could just listen to that 15 minutes again or I could say that's my homework done and I'm going to go record a <laughs> podcast now. Um, so, yeah, I, I um, would be interested to go to SoundCloud and maybe listen to a couple more um, because I think this is one of the more palatable ways um, and palatable people to be able to take in um, that kind of spiritual informational mm. lecture Nonsense. series that you love so much. <laughs> I mean, he, does, he doesn't present it as anything that it isn't, I don't think. Mm. And that's he, he presents it more as a philosophy rather than... He's not cultish about it, no. which is... Which is what pisses me off about so many of the other ones. Is yeah. that they feel like they're going, yeah, you all believe that, right? And everyone's like, yeah. You know? Yeah, his kind of thing is like turning the mirror back on people constantly. Yeah, yeah which is better than kind of... It's not about what he's saying, it's about what other people have it's said. It's not the cult of his yeah. personality. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, maybe it's because I secretly want to be a cult leader that the cult leader people <laughs> that you've recommended piss me off so like, much. No, you're... You're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good. I'd probably say half a thumb up because, again, like I can't give it five out of five stars because I could only listen to 15 minutes worth of an episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it for me. It was more about just getting people introduced to Alan Watts and I think specifically this particular method of getting him. Yeah, I like it. I would be interested to know if the people publishing Alan the Alan Watts podcast are achieving what they want to achieve with it because it is a it's a very odd business model. Mm. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's like not a paywall, but it is a paywall and yeah, it was a yeah, it's kind of just giving you like little glimpses behind the paywall. Um but yeah, I mean and also it was very interesting <laughs> to me as to whether like who owns the license for 
yeah. this audio or whether it is just... Is it like one group or just several groups? I don't groups know. I thought maybe license? it went to his son, but I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, well, it seems that a number of different people are using the exact same audio sources mm. to create podcasts. And yet mm. one of them has it behind a paywall. It's yeah. very strange. Mm. And one's advertising in it. It's, it's very interesting. If, if you're behind the Alan Watts podcast, do let us know. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll reach out on Twitter. Please, we'll see what yes. Happens. Find us at thatsnotcanon.com forward slash castology. Yes. Among other places, of course. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. All of the uh, online popular places. <laughs> you sound bored, Patrick. Well, Are we boring uh, this is you? This part of the thing, this oh, is part of the thing that I have to recite. And we've basically done all the recommendations and the reviews, so we might as well wrap this thing up. I'm getting all the boring stuff out of the way first. Yeah, but make it sound exciting so people want to get involved <sighs> and get amongst it. You know? social media. We do like, me and Liz like talking to They like social, social media. media. Patrick Patrick stays away from social media because he's uh, he feels I'm a that it, it will detract from his eventual cult leader status. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Got to keep. Still haven't got you guys to listen mystery. to Tristan Harris yet, have I? On making sense, he's no. the sort of in-house technology guru kind of. How do we? How do we? What's the word? Um, ethically, like create social media platforms, um, stuff like that. Impossible. I think you should definitely give that a listen and Open see, source. see mm. how they're manipulating your mind. Everyone's manipulating everybody. As long as you're doing some of the manipulating back, it's fine, says the Slytherin. Okay, okay. <laughs> says the moral particularist. Yeah, moral particularist. <laughs> That's correct. As long as you manipulate them back, it's fine. Yes. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe because do that. your ratings help us get more stuff to you. Immensely. They really do. And in the review um, section, give us a little um, recommendation even. Yeah, yeah. If you want to tell us what podcasts that we should be listening to, chuck it in a review and give us five stars. I mean, this podcast really is unique in the sense that the more reviews we get – the more eyes or ears get on this podcast and the more people will submit their podcast for review so that we can introduce you yeah. to them. Yeah. So really, it's a big you're just snowball. helping you. Exactly. <laughs> if you rate and review our podcast and then submit your podcast, we're going to make you famous is what we're essentially we're, saying. We have that power. <laughs> I have did that not power. make that promise. <laughs> Liz Best approved. Stamp. All right. Excellent. Excellent work. Liz Best. Yes. I've that's been me. Patrick Shearer. I'm Zancy Weber. And going last. Yeah. I don't like this I did at all. Liz, <laughs> I did Liz for her. I was hoping Liz would just do herself last. I'm just I'm just sitting back and letting it happen, you okay. guys. Well it's done. Yeah. Do the boo. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. At Irish Life Health, we reward you for embracing a healthier lifestyle. With our benefit plan, you can get up to €250 back on things like fitness wearables, gym membership, or sports club membership, like your local GAA club. Search Irish Life Health. We know Irish Life. We are Irish Life Health. Irish Life Health Act is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. Call us to see exactly what's covered. Welcome back to Sausage and Egg McMuffiners and Hash Brown in the Middlers.
Welcome back to Red or Brown Sauce Debaters and Latte One Sugar Drinkers. And welcome back to those who drive through. We know you missed us. We missed you too. Welcome back to the breakfast you love at McDonald's. Visit mcdonalds.ie for latest restaurant information.